Hello, and welcome to episode 25. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So are you quarantined? Um, I mean, I haven't left my house. For how many days? Today and a half. So are you like, you're buckling in to the work from home crew? Yeah, I mean, I worked from home today. I've got my laptop and everything here. Um, we are not like required to be quarantined technically, mm-hmm. but they said that, what does that sound? What sound? Like a beeping. I can like... Vaguely hear it. Mm, is it on your end? I don't know what it's from. Is it on um, your end or mine? <laughs> <laughs> we're not uh, official. Like we can still go to the office. They said that if you can work from home effectively, then do that. But like, mm-hmm. there are some people who need to be at the office for certain things. So uh, those people are still there. But I don't have any reason to be there right now. So I'm home. Mm-hmm. I. I I figured this was coming, so I spent, like, last weekend, just this last weekend, and um, most of yesterday night, last night, <laughs> I guess is how you'd say that, <laughs> yesterday night, last night, um, setting up my desk and everything to make sure that, because if I don't have, like, an actual, like, good workspace, I won't get anything mm-hmm. done, you know? Mm-hmm. So I rearranged my bedroom so that I could set up my desk and I got my monitors because I haven't had my desk set up for like the last, I don't know, ever since I lived in this apartment. Um, so I got my monitors all set up um, and I'm like kind of leaning into it. I'm going to like really make sure that all my cables are run nicely. So I'm not like oh, sitting yes. around thinking about things. We like talked I about ordered this last episode. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I have like, $200 worth of stuff in my Amazon cart right now oh to like gosh. get it set up and I'm eventually going to get a new desk but I think I'm going to wait on that until I have a better reason for it because mm-hmm. this is like the right size for what I need right now but I have other other projects uh, non-work related that I want a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a good workspace for so I'll upgrade some stuff mm-hmm. at that point but yeah yeah I'm buckled in what nice. about you what's is anything different for you? You Not can't, the you only can't thing go out to eat. Yeah. I can't get my coffee yeah. and, um, I can't go work out now. My Y closed mm-hmm. and so I can't swim and I can't run because it's raining right now. I could run outside. <laughs> yeah. Don't say you can't raining, run in the rain. <laughs> but like, I, am I, I don't want to do that. I might, have, yeah. I might be forced to, but I, yeah. So that went into effect today. And today was a swim. So actually last night I was like, do I go swim? Because I wasn't really sure like what the rules were yet because they hadn't closed yet. Right. And then literally like five minutes later, Ashley texted me and she's like, all the whys are closed. And I'm like, I guess mm. that decision was made for me. Yeah. Um. So the it's not really changing my routine because I already work from home, which is so funny because Ashley said all her friends are starting to work from home now. And they're right. like, I feel so isolated. And I'm like, Welcome to yeah, the welcome team. To my life. Literally been doing this for a year, fam. Right. So it's a little weird because um next week I think Stefan's gonna start working from home 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And yeah. that is weird for me having people work at home with me. It's not that I don't like working with him, but it's just that like our styles are very different. Like he's got loud music on and I have to have it very quiet and like right. being able to focus. So that's weird. And then I just, I'm a Enneagram six. So if any of you guys know anything about that, pretty much everything going around about me is true that <laughs> I'm struggling with everything. Yeah. I'm Googling every statistic out there and it's, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. had a big breakdown yesterday and just sat on the floor and cried and from, from the Corona stuff. It was kind of like, it was kind of like a lot. Like it was like all of that stress. Uh, Ooh, I just like twitched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I, uh, I was starting to like get really stressed out from it and it was like building. And if I, I just like, don't, I'm like, I'm not going to think about it. I'm kind of stressed that like the, my Ironman's going to get canceled. I have like a lot of things coming up that I was really looking forward to. And I've been working really hard towards like stuff for the business. Sure. And they're all kind of slowly <laughs> getting picked away. Yeah. And so I was just like, I'm not going to think about it. Like things could be a lot worse. So yesterday mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to do something that I know I can accomplish and like, it won't be ruined by this virus. And I was going to bake a cake and it fell apart in the fridge. <laughs> And yeah, I, I just that. lost it. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> better today. Right. But then I decided, oh, with this time, I'll build a website. And that did not go well. Mm. Ouch. So I screamed just at the top of my lungs. Well, at least you were alone, right? Nope. Two oh, people were working everyone with else me was, today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well. But it's done. I got it done. Something I'd been putting off, so... Yeah, I well, so kind of on the on the flip side of that, uh, when I'm at work, like at the office, I have to show a lot of restraint because mm -hmm. when I get really frustrated, like I'm I'm a I'm a shouter, mm -hmm. and so it was nice today to be home alone working on something, and when SolidWorks would crash or something wasn't working, I would just throw my head back and let out a nice f bomb and didn't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about getting fired. So yep, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty pretty therapeutic. Uh, but yeah, if if I had someone else working at home with me, I wouldn't get anything done in that case. Like if someone else was working here. Yeah, I had to go into a different room. Yeah. Because otherwise I'd talk the whole time. Right. And uh, normally I just talk to myself. Like since I'm home, I <laughs> like out loud process and I'm like, right. okay, I need to do this. Okay, I need to do this. Okay, I need to like vacuum. And so then when I was going to vacuum today, I'd been putting that off all weekend too. I came in to tell, I'm like, hey, I'm in a vacuum. And Stefan's like, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just normally tell Nessie. Mm -hmm. So I just telling you. Yeah. And it's just weird. I don't yeah. know how to, it's not, I like having people at home and right. I'm like, Ooh, yay. Like friends to play with. <laughs> and they're like, we have to work. I'm like, that'll wear off. Yeah. Just give it a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's hard. Like I, uh, I had to catch myself a few times and like rein myself back in of like needing to actually work. I think like in an odd way, I feel like uh, I was slightly more productive mm -hmm. because because of that feeling of like, well, I, I need to be sure to be ultra productive today because yeah. otherwise they're going to make me come back. <laughs> It'll wear off. Uh, I don't think it will. Like I, I can't afford for it to, you know, like I have deadlines and stuff still. We have not we have not slowed down like our operations. It's yeah. just that because we can work completely remotely. So like you're still expected to do what you would normally do. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. But um, 
I'm afraid that I'm going to get too used to it because I really <laughs> am. I'm enjoying working from home so far for some reason. Like, because when it's I'm at nice work, break. when I'm, well, yeah, when I'm at the office, uh, you know, you work for an hour or an hour and a half or whatever, and then you go like get up and kind of take a walk, like an aimless walk around the mm-hmm. office or whatever. And now that I'm here, when I need a little mental break, I can like go do the dishes or I can like play drums for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it, I feel like it's, I mean, I'm only a day in, but it's actually like helped me uh, stay mentally. I feel like I've, I've stayed more sane. Like, I was going to say, you of, seem like you're in a better mood. Yeah. Well, by the end of my day today, I wasn't just like drained mentally. Uh, whereas if I was at the office, there's something just like soul sucking about being in an office. <laughs> yep. Like. I love, I love the people that I work with and our office is nice. It's not like I'm working in a dungeon. Like I've had, I've had a job like that where it was just like a miserable place to be. Uh, so it's not that it's just like, I don't know, something about feeling like you have to be somewhere or you're only there because you're expected to be. Yeah. That's my, my millennial brain is not, uh, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't jive with that too well. So maybe someone in the, one of our listeners can <coughs> validate that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I validate it. Thanks. <laughs> I feel seen. <laughs> the uh the gym's closing thing is a huge bummer though. Yeah, it uh it made me feel a lot of feelings that yeah. I am just putting into the back of my brain and I am not addressing. I was convinced that my gym was going to stay open because all of last week our owner, the gym owner was on Instagram <laughs> posting like coronavirus ain't gonna stop us come in and get your gains on all this like stuff you know which is I feel like everyone was that way like no one was taking it seriously which like is why we're like two days ago what yeah why we're here <laughs> it uh, has not aged well <laughs> right but <laughs> yeah I I was thinking the other day about I don't know if it was on this podcast but on my other podcast like I said some very damning things about like what I thought was true about the virus yeah, and what I is, listened to it what and I was like turned, <laughs> turned out to be true I need to do a fact check on some of those episodes but um yeah I messaged the owner of my gym today on Instagram and I was like hey are you guys gonna be open today And he sent me this long list or this long text back of like I don't want to be that gym that like stayed open and then someone dies this this could kill you man like you need to take it seriously I was like yo I've been taking it seriously I was just wondering if you were taking I'm just it seriously checking. because I have if not you seen. weren't I was gonna go <laughs> like, uh So I ended up, I've got some friends that have a little bit of a home gym set up, so they let me go over there, but uh, I don't know how long that's going to last, how long they're going to let me like come over and lift weights in their apartment or in their basement. They have a house, but yeah, I'm glad we have like all the equipment we could ever need. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky, man. I know. So I feel like enough coronavirus talk. Thank God. I've had enough of it. I have too. Like let's, I let's like I've had to sadly limit my Twitter usage. Um, let me just tell you how bad it got last week because of me always having to like deep read all of this stuff. Yeah. My phone gave me a notification of how long I averaged. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess at what that number is? 30 hours. A day. My average per day. Yeah. You thought I averaged 30 hours a day. I think you average more hours than there are in a day on Twitter. Yes. 
No. Okay. okay so per day, <laughs> uh, two hours. Oh, no. More? More. Eight hours. Seven hours. That's an entire work day. I know. That's not okay. I know. So. <laughs> Jeez, man. So I've limited my, t- my usage. Did um, you turn on the, use the feature on your phone? That yes. Tells you, yeah. And just for anybody to note, to note, with my free time, I built a website in a day, which mm. is not an easy feat. Mm. Um, I did that. Yeah. And it actually only took me like six hours. Yeah. I started at noon and I got done at like 630. Nice. So, um, yeah, life's going good. I downloaded TikTok and I've spent about three <laughs> hours a day on that. No, you can't do this. <laughs> This is like what we were talking about. This is what we were talking about last week where people give up drinking beer and wonder why they're still getting fat because they replaced (laughs) them with seltzer. You can't give up your eight hours on Twitter and replace it with eight hours of TikTok. Why? Because you're still wasting your life. I'm learning new trends though. Oh my goodness. Anyways, I figured I would share um, an experience of mine that has haunted me for the last couple weeks. You just Um, need to get it off your chest. To help people have something else to listen to, even though we now have talked about the coronavirus for 15 minutes. Yep. Let's, let's do it. So, uh, where do I start? Let's start about five years ago. Start from the beginning. Okay. Five years ago. Okay. I have been, I, at this point in my life, I had just purchased my first house. Mm -hmm. I was... 23 years old and I wanted a dog. I wanted a dog so badly (laughs) and I had been begging for a dog for years of marriage. Begging your husband or? My husband, yeah, because before we lived in an apartment and what I really was like when we were living in an apartment, I was like, let me get a bunny. Just like, let me get a bunny, please. Because... I need an animal in my life and he did not let me. Mm-hmm. And so we move in and we had probably been in the house for like a week. And I was mm-hmm. like, I think it's time that we get a dog. I've waited long enough. Yeah. And so we go to the humane society and I fought a lady for my dog. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. She cut me in line and I yeah. said, uh, uh-uh. uh, and I elbowed her and I said, I have been waiting for my dog. Uh huh. So we bring our beautiful Nessie home. She's a chocolate lab Chesapeake retriever mix. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's, you know, she's a big girl. Right. Like about 80 pounds on a healthy day. Yeah. So we don't really know what her like home life was beforehand. She, uh, when, you know, when you go to the Humane Society, they, it gives you like a card of like, yeah why they're there they right. said she was aggressive to pregnant dogs that's so I felt like, very specific yeah that's what i thought so i was like i'm not really around a lot of pregnant <laughs> dogs so this yeah. probably gonna be fine nessie is like the sweetest dog mm-hmm. you will ever meet like i was convinced that they lied i'm still convinced that they lied she was malnourished she was really skittish um she was like terrified of the fly swatter and like newspapers and she mm. didn't even know how to go upstairs. And she was like almost a year old. Like she had no concept of how to use stairs at all. Like even if you, nice. we live in a ranch, so we only have stairs to the basement. Right. You know? So it's like, 
She clearly is probably being abused or neglected, but she's just so sweet and she does great with really small dogs. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, your mother has a, has had a few dogs significantly less yeah. than size than Nessie. Probably like one-tenth the size of Nessie. <laughs> yeah. Nessie can play with Tucker, who is a cabochon. Yep. She can lay on her side and just use her head Mm -hmm. and it wears Tucker out and she can fit his entire head in her mouth yes and he likes it yeah he he's a weirdo (laughs) so um she is great with kids she's great with like we don't stress out about her being around like kids Mm -hmm. or like newborns or anything she loves kids and she's super protective of them right I remember when my friend um Danielle first had I think it was her first um, he was sleeping in our guest room and Nessie would like push the door open and come in and check on him just to like sniff him and like sit there and watch him sleep. Right. So I'm just setting the stage. She's a nice dog. She's a nice dog. Yeah. Like I get in her face and I'll squish her cheeks and I'll stick my tongue at her <laughs> nose and like I'm not afraid of her. Right. So when we take her. To the dog park. Mm-hmm. This changes. Uh-oh. Nessie. Which, like, you've taken her to the dog park before. All the time. Yes. Yeah, this is not a new environment no. for you guys. No. She, oh, we always take her to the dog park. And she, when we take her on her leash to, like, on a walk or something, mm-hmm. she does not do well. So I think she was, like, tied up or there's something there that she doesn't like feeling restrained. Right. And she always attacks other dogs. Only when she's on her leash. Only when she's on her leash. And it's like, not even just like she like nips at them, like she will go for mm-hmm. them and she won't stop. So it's, it's very weird and it's only bigger dogs when mm-hmm. she's on her leash. So I really don't like to take her because I'm not strong enough mm. and it becomes a scene because she's right. just dragging me behind her. <laughs> Right. Me screaming and she's chasing dogs. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. So she, when we go to the dog park, it's kind of the same thing. If we're not in motion, moving around, mm-hmm. walking around the dog park, um, she feels a little protective of us mm. and will like nip at the dogs. But I think because we're in like an open area, she doesn't have to like go for them, but she'll definitely be like back up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So I just want to preface this by saying the whole situation is funny because of how (laughs) the events play out, but not because of the circumstances. Mm, Does that make sense? It makes sense to me because I know the, I know the punchline here. Yeah. Yes. And so I don't want people to think that I'm insensitive, Mm -hmm. but it's like everything that literally could have been bad about this situation went bad. One of those perfect storms. Perfect storms. Yeah. So Ashley's sister and brother-in-law were in town. Mm -hmm. Um, Their kids love Nessie and they call her messy because they can't say their ends. They love messy. And, um, they had been begging us to take Nessie to the dog park. 
all weekend. I had mentioned it once and that's mm-hmm. all they wanted. Mm-hmm. So they were about to leave. We had like two hours before they were going to leave. So we're like, okay, we'll take them to the dog park. We'll walk around. It's nice out. The kids need to run out, run around anyways. <clears throat> so we take Nessie and it's not very busy, which is good. I'm like, perfect. You know, like the kids are here. It's not very busy. This is like perfect. We don't have to worry about anything. We don't have to worry about other dogs getting the kids. You know, you mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. You don't know people's lives. Right. And um, so we, there's like this little gazebo. And I'm like, well, I'm going to sit under the gazebo because um, I had just like sprayed my ankle from running. And I was like, I just need to sit down. Mm-hmm. And so then the kids came and sat by me and we were all just kind of sitting in this like nice little concrete shaded area. Stefan was off with Nessie running around and then she would run back to us and she'd just like run back and forth. And the kids thought it was so funny. Mm -hmm. They would like yell for Nessie and it was great. Mm -hmm. Sounds, sounds like a good time so far. And the narrator's like, (laughs) it was not great. (laughs) So, um, there was this, family, a mom and a daughter Uh came up with their dog. The dog came up and Nessie did not like the dog. The dog was probably just a little bit smaller than her. It was like a black, I don't know. It just looked like a mix Mm -hmm. dog. And, um, it really wanted to play with her. And it was like, it kept coming up to her and Nessie would just like ignore her. She does this thing where she like ignores them, ignores them. Right. And then when they do, they don't listen. She's like, Right. And she like bares her teeth and she's like, I've never seen her do this is so bizarre to me because I've never seen her do this. And it is so scary because she goes from being like her tongue out. She's like, (laughs) to literally like, I'm going to kill you. Right. So, um, we were, we're all in this like little gazebo area and the mom is wheelchair bound Mm. and the daughter is the same age as um, Emmeline, who I think is like two or three, mm-hmm. maybe. And, um, so the little girl is talking to Emmeline and like, Emmeline's kind of like not feeling this girl. So I'm like kind of watching that situation. Cause I don't want like Emmeline to like slap her. Like she never <laughs> would, but you know, you're kind of like, okay, right. what's going to happen here? Right. Mom is like, we're all kind of like very close. Right. So mom like wheels up next to her daughter. <laughs> There's no, when, Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. There is no good way to describe how a person in a wheelchair moves without sounding like an asshole. I know. <laughs> because normally you'd be like, mom walks up. Like, yeah. I feel I'm getting hot saying this. Like, I'm trying to bail you out here. Yes. I, I could tell that you felt bad about how you I said do. That. <laughs> because, but like, yeah. I she, guess if she, you said she rolled up, is that better I was going to say she rolled up, because but she... normal, you can say that, like, oh, yeah, my friends rolled through today, like, it, yeah, rolled, she, rolled up on me. She did. I think saying wheeled up is somehow worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. So let, let's start over. Let's say she roll, rolled up on you. So she... So Emmeline and her daughter are standing there, and she rolled up next to her. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was better the other way. <laughs> Uh, I just want it to sound like I'm not making fun of her. You're not. You're not. But I'm just, just saying, it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's just one of those things, man. It is. So, like I said. She approached. She approached. She, she approached you. She kind of like wedges herself in this like kind of precarious spot that like 
the two daughters are in front of her and there's like grass on the side. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't wheelchair bound, that would not be an issue because you would just take a step back and like, you probably wouldn't really notice, but she probably would have like went off mm. the concrete. And I don't know how those things are like made. I don't know if there's like four wheels. Those things. <laughs> Wheelchairs. <laughs> That's like saying those people. No, it's not. It is so different. You don't know how wheelchairs, there's four wheels on a wheelchair. I don't just, I'm just saying like, I don't know if she would have gotten like, I just don't know the situation. Mm, Okay. So she's just, I just don't feel like she's in the best position. There's this huge gazebo area and we're like in this corner. Right. And there's like three kids, a woman in a wheelchair me, Stefan, and Ashley, and two dogs. Like, I think you guys see what's about it's to like happen. It's the start of a really strange joke, but all right. Yeah, my <laughs> life. <laughs> so it's kind of like, because she, cause she had made a comment like, oh, here she goes. She's going to go talk to her. So I think the daughter's like very, like, doesn't understand like social boundaries because mm. she's like two or three. So I'm like, whatever. Right. Like, I was not worried about like anything weird happening. Right. And she was like, you have to ask if it's okay to play. And Emlyn was kind of just like, I don't know who you are. I'm just here I'm for telling you it's not okay to play. <laughs> <laughs> she don't have to ask. I'll tell you it's not okay. Yeah. I'm not here for it. <laughs> and so the daughter's like, hi. And she's like trying to grab Emlyn's hand, mm. like just over and over. And Emlyn's like, mm, like pulling it back. And Emlyn's very shy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Emlyn, can you say no, thank you? Or like something like to like calm this situation. Right. And I, I know dogs can kind of pick up on like heightened stress situations. And so I don't know if like Nessie was picking up on just like awkwardness Mm -hmm. or if she felt cornered, but this dog. So in the middle of this Mm. situation, Nessie, (laughs) yeah, Nessie and this, this dog keeps kind of like antagonizing Nessie and Mm -hmm. Nessie just freaks out. In the middle of these kids. So my first instinct is to grab the kids because I'm like, I don't want for some reason the kids to like grab her the dog and the dog bite the kid. Like Mm -hmm. that could be, that'd be the worst situation. Mm -hmm. So we kind of all like lunge in to like grab the dog. Stefan was like right there. And I think he got Nessie and the daughter freaked out and like jumped backwards. Mm -hmm. And the mom also rolled backwards (laughs) Mm -hmm. and can you guess where she rolled (laughs) please she rolled she rolled right over her oh my god (laughs) speed bumped over her arm oh my gosh (laughs) and i am standing far enough away from the situation that i see it all happening and i can't help anybody i can't get there fast enough i can't I can't get to the daughter to pick her up before the mom backs over her. Right. I can't get to the dogs before the dogs bump the kids over. Right. And Landon, the older of the three, is just sitting there like this. <laughs> He's like so unimpressed by the entire chaos For those of, of you the who whole li- thing. Who are listening? This is the face she made. <laughs> Was that helpful? Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> He's so unimpressed. Uninterested. I'm mortified. And Stefan's like profusely apologizing because mm. it's so out of character of Nessie to do this. Mm-hmm. The daughter is like wailing because yeah. a whole human and a chair rolled over her arm. Right. 
And uh, so, yeah, I'm like, okay, like, let's just move away. Like, let's let this situation deescalate. This lady's, I'm going to get mad now. This lady's dog comes back for Nessie to play. (laughs) Like, the dog thinks they're playing. Yeah. And Nessie just takes off after this dog, like, full Cujo mode to try and, like, distance the dog from us. Right. And the dog thinks, the other dog thinks they're playing because you can see the dog, like, kind of runs around and is, like, Mm. trying to get Nessie to chase it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like we're yelling at Nessie. We're clearly disciplining our dog, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to like discipline him too much because you want them to like protect themselves and like us. So we're like, Nessie, like we're trying to calm the situation. And this lady has the audacity now Mm. to create a scene. Like there's not already a big enough scene going on. (laughs) Like everyone's watching us. Small dog bark. And she just starts Oh my gosh, why is your dog attacking my dog? What is, what is this? Your dog's attacking my dog. Mm-hmm. Their dog's attacking my dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's go. Because I was about ready to freaking lose it. Mm-hmm. But you can't yell at you can't yell at her. Why? You know why. Because she's in a wheelchair. And because my dog like <laughs> backed you up over your daughter. Sure. Like the thing, okay, the whole thing about that situation is if I was a mom and mm-hmm. I w- was not wheelchair bound mm-hmm. and I, my daughter tripped over me and I stepped backwards mm-hmm. and like bumped into her or like tripped over her leg, I don't think it would have been as bad. Like right. you kind of step on their arm, but you can like feel it, yeah. you know, like as you're going. But like she was like go- trying to get out of the way really fast and she just like boom, boom up over her <laughs> Well, if we didn't have any listeners before, we sure as hell don't anymore. (laughs) Good. (laughs) And so then you can tell we are just like mortified. And she is up in this place Mm -hmm. screaming about how my dog is attacking your dog. And I was about ready to just be like, control your dog. Like you can tell my dog is uncomfortable with this situation. Right. You can tell we are trying to like deescalate it. We also have two kids with us mm-hmm. who don't care. They're like, mm-hmm. this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not like my dog's attacking your dog and I'm just like, letting whatever. it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm leaving and I'm like, whatever. And I'm, I'm six. So, you know, I'm like stressed at this point. I'm like, very much holding on to it. Stefan couldn't care less. He's like, it happens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this, this happens. He's like, it happens all the time. This situation <laughs> happens all the time to you. How many people in wheel- wheelchairs do you interact with? I know. I'm like, this is not an everyday occurrence for me. Right. The kids don't care. The kids have already forgotten about it. Right. So I turn around to like, just to see if she's like, still there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she has a group of people with her oh, and she is talking about us and pointing at me. And like the split second, my high school self was like, do it, go for her, <laughs> just do it. And I'm like, no, you've grown. Yeah. You're a grown woman. You got two kids with you. They're not my kids though. So I still could yell at this woman if I want to. Right. I don't because mm. Stefan would not let me do that. <clears throat> So we get in the car. I'm a clearly emotional. <laughs> yeah. Nessie is like so proud of herself. She just has no idea what she's done to well, me. She just protect, protected you guys from yeah, a monster. Yeah, she 
she was like, mom, aren't you happy? Right. So we get home and I'm like so upset and Stefan's like looking it up and it's very common for like dogs to not like other dogs. Like uh, that sounds stupid. (laughs) Like, yeah, you hear that and you're like, of course, Sarah. But like, I'm like, we teach, like we train our dog well, we treat her well. There's no reason that she should act like that. Mm -hmm. But in this video we watched, it was like, it's totally normal because somehow you don't like people. Mm Mm-hmm. Dogs aren't going to like other dogs. I'm like, you're right. I did not like that dog's <laughs> owner. You are so right, sir. How insensitive of you, Sarah. She was in a wheelchair. <laughs> I could have taken her probably. Oh, <laughs> that was too far. You took no. it too far. No, it's not. <laughs> I didn't take it far enough. She took it too far. So yeah. also I was stressed because she was talking trash about us. You know, mm-hmm. she was. Mm-hmm. So I went to Facebook and I was searching like her. the dog park. I was just searching to see if she posted about the dog uh, park specifically yeah. and if it came up that like, for, I mean, she could have a block profile and I wouldn't see it, but I was just seeing if like, maybe she was like, these people at the dog park, their dog. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. And I did find some petty people about the dog park <laughs> on Facebook and I Crazy. did read them. Yeah. <laughs> so we get home and like Stefan's calming me down uh-huh. and whatever. And so then the parents come home of these two kids that were watching Ashley's sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. And Emmeline is like, dad, we went to the dog park. And he's like, oh, really? She's like, there was a dog fight. And I was like, uh. Yeah. And I'm like, he he's like, there was. I'm like, let's hear her tell it. Yeah. Like, I want to see how she tells it. Right. And she leaves it out. She leaves out that whole catastrophe. So I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But of course, then I tell them because yeah. I'm me. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to sleep if you didn't tell anyone. Maybe no. I was six. That's so I had some other traumatic stuff ha- like that happen to me this week. Mm-hmm. And I texted Ashley immediately. And I said, I have to tell you this. Mm-hmm. It is horrifying and you can't judge me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell me. <laughs> and I told her and I said, I had to tell her because I almost felt worse that nobody knew. Yeah. Like it felt shameful, even though it was just like kind of something gross. Yeah. But I had to share it. So that's how I felt about this dog park incident. Right. I was so mortified that I had to tell everybody I knew. Mm. And everyone I've told, they're like, you're not a bad dog mom. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like I felt like I was. Yeah. But sh- I'm not, I guess. <laughs> According to those people. Yeah. I don't think you so, are. It's interesting you. to me, like, um, because... I do the thing where I hear a story and I can't just hear it. I have to like, you know, figure it out. Like it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, figure this one out. It's interesting to me because one, her daughter was being annoying, you yes. know, like going and trying to play when no one wanted to play with her. Mm-hmm. Two, her dog was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like not only did she have to go tell her daughter Hey, you have to ask before you just assume someone's going to play with you. Mm-hmm. But then part B is the dog was doing the same thing, but she didn't yes. do anything to try to stop the dog. Yes. And the other thing about this story that stands out to me is how <laughs> um, she was making it such a huge fuss afterward and like seem, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to really save you here because I'm going to sound like a huge jerk. Okay. But I am not a fan of when people act like a victim all the time. I agree. Especially like there are some people who have, and 
this is coming from a totally able-bodied person. Mm -hmm. So obviously my perspective of life is different, but I think there are people who have some sort of ailment and they take it in stride and they are, you know, perfect. I mean, they're they're great about it and Mm -hmm. they don't uh, project that onto anyone else. And there are other people Mm -hmm. who have a certain ailment and they use that as a precursor to like be the victim in every situation. Yeah. And I think uh, maybe, you know, obviously something unfortunate happened to her. You know, it was probably embarrassing for her to be caught up in all of that. Um, Yeah. But also, I think you made a good point that like your dog was coming at like, you know. Yeah. We were leaving the situation. Your dog came after us and then you turn the tables on. Well, your dog is attacking my dog. And Mm then, um, you know, I wasn't there, but I'm assuming that the people that were gathered around, she was probably talking trash, like you said, about, you know, Mm -hmm. how you guys were doing something. And I just, I get a bad taste in my mouth about things like that because. Me too. You know, I I get that maybe in the moment through, through her lens in the moment, it may have been so stressful and that's how she responds to stressful situations. But I feel like if it were me, like, I don't know, I feel like I would have been able to step back and be like, well, maybe I shouldn't have like my daughter here with my dog, you know, and like not really, if she knows she can't really keep track of both of them at the same time. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you're a bad dog, mom. Oh, thanks. But I also, I agree with you that that, like, I would, I would still be thinking about that situation. Oh, yeah. I cannot, I cannot let things like that go. Like, oh, yeah. Even just like small, awkward interactions that I have with people, like at the store or even like in Mm -hmm. traffic, I'll Mm -hmm. think, I will never see that person again, ever, Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. But I cannot let it go about like, yeah someone I cut off in traffic and how they honked at me. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. man, I feel so bad about that still. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. I, uh, that's even what I was saying in the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so embarrassed. I'm so mortified. And Stefan's like, you're never going to see these people again. I'm like, I just don't like knowing there's like someone out there who like had a bad interaction with me. Right. And like is telling a wrong version of me. Right. Like I understand when people have situations like we all filter it differently through like our different perspectives Mm -hmm. and like I hate the saying but they're like that's your truth Mm -hmm. like I can't stand that because it's like I I could say freaking anything and say well that's my truth right like I could be like the sky is orange and that's what I believe Mm -hmm. but like I get it that like we interpret things differently Mm -hmm. and like being on a different end like her circumstances are incredibly different than mine Mm -hmm. and I'm not a mother for one. I'm not, like you said, I'm able-bodied. All of these different things like filter that situation differently for her. Mm -hmm. But for her to then go and like talk trash and like create even even bigger scene. Like it's clearly like everybody in the dog park is like watching this happen because it's a super small dog park and you can like see both ends. Like you can stand on one end and see the other side of it. So it's like any dog fight that breaks out, you kind of are like, ooh, drama. (laughs) You know, everyone yeah. likes a good show. Like a fight in the cafeteria. Yeah, you're kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, what's going on? And like dogs do that. Like especially there's a, a bigger dog park here in Lincoln. It's like that happens with the bigger dog area. They like kind of all congregate and it just happens. Mm-hmm. And most dog parents are like fine with it. And we just like keep walking or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And so I don't know if it's just because it's like such a smaller dog park or, but just that's, that's the thing that like really stressed me out is that like, she was like, why is, why are they going after mine? Why is it mine? And like talking about us. And it's just like this added situation that didn't need to be there. Like it's already the most uncomfortable situation that could probably happen to any of us. Right. In that moment. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, you said you guys were being apologetic. It's not like you guys just like let it happen. And they're like, ha ha, well, <laughs> let's yeah. go. You know, like Stefan was apologizing. Like, I'm sure you guys made sure everyone was okay, you know, but yeah. also the best thing for that was to get out of the, you know, to remove yourselves. Like, it's not like you were just yeah. running off. Like, I think you guys yeah. made the right call, but yeah, I, I just, I don't, I've never understood people that. Obviously, there was something that happened, you know, why cannot, why can that just not be the end of it? Like, what did she, what did she stand to gain um, by making, you know, gossiping about it after the fact? Like, everyone was there and saw it. Like, they didn't, she didn't have to then remind everyone what happened, you know? Right. I I can't, just like let things be done. Exactly. And that's why I'm on a podcast now talking about it for other people to hear about. Like, (laughs) I just want it to be over. So we keep bringing Uh, it up naturally. I just like, I think it's a funny, obviously a funny instance. But like I said, it's not funny because of like her circumstances, but it's like, I mean, it's like something that would happen in a sitcom or like a TV show. Well, I mean, like it's something I could see on Parks and Rec. It is kind of funny because of the circumstances in the way of that. It's like I said, it's the perfect storm. It is you know, like there's no, there's really no way it could have gotten worse. I feel like without being I, like super bad. Yeah. Without it being without, like the dog without, bit a yeah. kid or something right. or like the dogs bit each other. Right. Like, yeah. Well, do you feel better? I, I feel better because other people have like, like, this isn't the first time I've talked about it at this length. Yeah, like, I've right. clearly processed through it a couple times. Right. Um, and people have been like, well, I work, you know, like at a dog shelter. I've worked with dogs mm-hmm. and like, it's totally normal. And like, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that sometimes happens at dog parks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I don't normally take her. It's usually Stefan. Right. And so, you know, when it happens to me, I'm like super embarrassed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Right. Most people are like super cool with it and they're like, no, I get it. It's fine. Like my dog does it too. But I think just because it was so bad. Yeah. It like really shook me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have me too. I <laughs> I would have lost sleep over it for days. I did. Do you ever have, like, I know when people are like, they get home and they think of like the perfect comeback. Yeah. I have dreams of it. So like yeah. I dream of like, okay, it's the same scenario and like what I'm going to say now. Right. So and what is it? What, what's your, which one are you on now? The perfect that comeback. That I go back. I don't have like a perfect comeback, no. but I go back and I'm like, you don't get a talk. Like you're making, you know, like I stand up for this. Situ- like obviously this is how we handled it was the best. Yeah. Because we <laughs> removed ourselves. How, how righteous of you. <laughs> You're, we I diffused. Agree. Yes, yeah. It's just a funny <laughs> we, way of saying that. Yeah, I mean, I don't regret how we handled it, right? But like, that piece of me wants to go back and be like, um, 
Like I want my finger up in the air and I want to be like, excuse me, are you talking? Right. If you're talking, come say it to me. Like really. Catty. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like petty and catty. And I like, it's that like, I don't know. That just like piece of me. Mm. That Italian heat that mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so there's that. Yeah, that happened. That's a thing. That's a thing that I've been living with for a few weeks now. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, that's a traumatic experience for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was like the least affected like physically by that whole thing. I was like a good three feet away from it. And I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, she's probably forgotten about it even. I hope. I hope the daughter's okay. Probably not. Boom, boom. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Um, I don't really know how to, like, migrate off that topic. I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. Where do we go from here? Did you learn, kinda, did you learn anything from it? Um, no. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know what I, we didn't do any, the only thing that maybe I could have done differently is that we knew Nessie needs to be, like, kind of moving. Yeah. And, like, I think she was stressed out because, like, the kids had been there all weekend. Mm -hmm. Not that she was, like, going to attack them, but Mm -hmm. I think she just, like, she gets overwhelmed. Like, you know, she needs a break. Yeah. She's a hardworking dog. Right. So she, uh, I think she was just a little bit at her brink. Mm -hmm. And then we go to the dog park, and then she's instantly protective of all of us. And she's especially protective, I think, of the kids. Mm. She loves kids. Mm -hmm. She loves those kids especially. Mm -hmm. And then there's me and Stefan. So I think if there's any sense of like tension rising, she's like, well, got to protect, right. protect human. Right. <laughs> and she just like freaks out. Yeah. So if we would have just like sensed that we were getting like kind of closed into the situation mm-hmm. to be like, okay, let's, you know, like, let's just at least take the dogs or like, let's start walking again or, mm-hmm. or something. Or if I would, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what we would have done with the kids. Like right. with the daughter being like in Emmeline's like face, but because I'm not going to be like, back up, back up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what moms sound like. Back up. <laughs> Six feet away. Oh, Just gosh. like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It sucks because you don't want to like have to be censoring your dog all the time either you know Mm -hmm. it's just unfortunate that dogs can't just be dogs sometimes i know like in this in this situation like that's really what the takeaway should have been like oh dogs sometimes do that you know it doesn't have to be a big ordeal but it became one and it i don't know it doesn't need to be if she would have yeah i mean i keep saying like if she would have acted differently Mm -hmm. but like honestly if she would have just been like like stopped being annoying, <laughs> the whole situation would have probably been wow, a little I can't bit you better. Would speak that way about a, someone with an ailment like that. Jeez, Ash, so still be. so insensitive. I know, I know. Don't. I mean, I've probably said worse, and people haven't come <laughs> for me yet. So yeah, we're we're constantly pushing the boundaries. I feel like every yeah, I'm every, trying to see what people every really week we up say with. something a little bit more offensive. Maybe that's what people want from us. 
Well, once we get into <clears throat> everyone's in lockdown and quarantine, they need something like yeah. juicy to like listen to and like. No one can experience their own drama, so we have to give them some. Exactly. Yeah. I've got plenty of stories lined up while we're in plenty isolation. Of, plenty of tea. Tea. Yes, I just told a story to Ashley about uh, middle school that she was horrified by. So mm. got that wow. one in the bank. Cliffhanger. Also. Maybe yeah. we should tell that one next week. Yeah, let me know if you guys want to hear uh, my traumatizing it's traumatizing story from sixth grade yeah well we don't have any choice now <laughs> i want to know hear it? it i don't think you would know it i don't probably not i don't think you've so i think good, you're gonna you've got a lot of good stories so yeah you're gonna hate this one <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> can't wait yeah all right so every week jake and i do a go-to for the week so jake what is your go-to this week uh, my go-to this week is ground turkey oh uh, so i as i've spoken about multiple times on the show i eat chicken breasts and broccoli every day for lunch <laughs> yeah. and uh, i'm still a believer in the food for function thing um yeah, I still feel like not every meal has to be super pleasurable. Mm-hmm. However, that being said, I was super burnt out on ground or on uh, chicken breast and broccoli. And I figured because I hit my weight goal uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks or last week, I figured I'd treat myself a little bit and I'd spice it up a little bit this week. So instead of doing chicken breast, I went and got some um, 93% lean ground turkey and I made some like ground turkey burrito bowls um i made some i never have rice for lunch but i threw some i made some uh chipotle style cilantro Mm -hmm. lime rice and Mm -hmm. i made this bomb burrito bowl with ground turkey Mm -hmm. and just something about having a little bit more fat in something Mm -hmm. makes it taste Mm -hmm. so much better it's been amazing i'm i'm looking forward to lunch these last couple days so it's great so um i would say my go-to is ground turkey. If you're looking for another lean, non-red meat, um, pick up some super lean ground turkey. Plus, incidentally, it was the only non-red meat that the store had in stock when I went on Sunday. <laughs> all of the chicken was picked over. Uh, so No one likes ground turkey. No, and all the ground beef, all the lean ground beef was, uh, was, was gone too. So I'm going to use that for my pasta as well. But So... Like, can you not eat red meat or does it just have too high of a fat content? No, I, I can. I have nothing against it. But some people ethically, for some reason, <laughs> wow, that was the most dismissive way of me to say that. Some people have ethical <laughs> reasons why they don't want to eat red meat and they'll still oh. stick to just the chicken, like poultry. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I don't really understand because that's not, you know, I don't subscribe to it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Red meat's hard to get really lean um, and not super expensive as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's also a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, branching out, I'm sh- like I, I'm so structured and I do the same thing all the time that it gives me a little bit of anxiety to do anything different. So I, like, spent a lot of time, <laughs> like, I spent, like, three days leading up. I knew I was going to do this this week. Mm-hmm. I spent, like, three days figuring out, like, how to, like, I put it in my fitness pal and, like, calculated it all out to make sure I wouldn't go over on my calories because of that. And mm. it's kind of psychotic, it's like neurotic. This whole the way situation that I go is going to gonna force you to like, yeah, it s- has just take a little step out of your, it really has very yeah. structured and I routine. Keep, I keep sort of jokingly telling people 
I'm going to have to put my bodybuilding goals on hold and just like focus on surviving. <laughs> Survival. <laughs> but yeah, it's been interesting. I did have to get a little creative. Like luckily, uh, I was already thinking about doing something different. So uh, I went into the store kind of with that intention. So it wasn't as jarring for me. I knew everything I needed to get and I was able to get everything that I needed, uh, which was good. But um, and it's helpful that I don't, I generally, generally don't eat bread or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of that stuff that people have been stockpiling on. So mm-hmm. it was fine, but yeah, it's interesting. It's weird times, man. It but is. Yeah. What's your go-to this week? Um, so my go-to is I know we're all probably needing movies to watch. Mm. So I know that I am late to this game, <laughs> yeah. but I think people are sleeping on it. Okay. And I think if you've seen it already, you need to revisit it. Okay. So my go-to is Super Troopers. Mm. Because let me tell you, I also watched World War Z this weekend, and that's not on my go-to list. Not a good thing to listen in the midst of a pandemic. (laughs) It significantly (laughs) heightened my anxiety. And I did not sleep well that night. Mm. So Uh, Someone just sent me a, a... video of I think it was at Costco they like pulled out a pallet of toilet paper and they just like dropped it and then people just started like grabbing them off but they Uh, replaced the sound of people with the sound of zombies like the uh, it was so eerie I was not a fan there's so so that move okay World War Z I was we're like you know it's like starting I don't know if any like if people have seen it Mm -hmm. because Ashley hadn't seen it that's why we were watching Mm it and um, it like starts, they're in a kitchen and it's like super normal. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there's a virus outbreak in like Taiwan mm-hmm. of rabies, which is like clearly not anything close to this. Right. Like I'm not an immunologist. I don't know anything. So <laughs> you're just an idiot on the Internet. <laughs> and uh, so it's like this like far away thing. And then, you know, it cuts to them in the car. And then there's just like this massive outbreak right. of like zombies in New York mm-hmm. city, but like the lead up to that, that it's like, Oh, and then they said like airplanes are the perfect way for it to like travel. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. 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 And then they show them in the grocery store, just like everyone looting and like, yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's like right now with the toilet paper. <laughs> like it's just like with the toilet paper. Yeah. So, um, to calm my anxiety, we did watch super troopers Good. and it's like top five favorite movie maybe even top three okay I can almost quote the whole movie <laughs> and Stefan like last year put it on to watch and I had never seen it mm-hmm. and he's like oh, Sarah I just want to watch something like Sarah's not gonna like this and I made him watch it immediately after because I needed to watch it again because <laughs> it was so funny oh, it is man. so funny I love it um, I don't think I've ever seen it I know. What? People always tell me I need to see it. I've never seen it all the way through. It is so funny. And it's like, don't watch the second one because it'll ruin it. Right. I haven't seen the second one. I will <laughs> I will not. Because the first one is so good. Yeah. There is a little NSFW work. Well, you shouldn't be or, watching movies at work anyway. <laughs> NSF. Well, all your kids are probably home this week. NSFH. So, yeah. Don't watch it with your kids around because there's some language mm. and um, there's some nudity right smack dab in the middle yeah um but so i you've said that you like hot rod love it yeah is it the same like kind of humor like they're kind of stupid they're all like inadequate (laughs) yeah yeah, it's like okay i need to watch that now 
I don't normally like dumb. Like I don't like Dumb and Dumber. I'm not like a huge Step Brothers fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those ones, but I for yeah. some reason I really liked Hot Rod. Granted, that was when I was in high school. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, okay. I, that's not the go-to. Yeah, right, but yeah. I just, I want to see it because I want to see if it's, I do like Andy Samberg. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. So... I'd be interested to see if I like it, but yeah, go to if you need a good lighthearted movie, Super Troopers, and it's quick. Yeah, it's not like Step Brothers where it drags on for like fifteen hours <laughs> just to listen to Will Ferrell scream. Will Ferrell scream like Elf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Elf though. Stupid. And I don't <laughs> like um, Adam Sandler. He's the same thing. Mm. Like we had to watch that uh, Billy Madison. Is that it? Where he's yeah. like home. He's like tries to go through school or something. Yeah. And he's like, I'm stupid. And that's how he talks the whole movie. Yeah. And Ashley and Stefan are dying. <laughs> and I'm like, this sucks. This movie sucks. Hot take. Billy Madison sucks. Yeah. But Super Troopers. Okay. Super Troopers rules. Go watch it. <laughs> Super Troopers are dead. All right. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.